Monday night football. Let's go. It's been a long time, but it's finally here. The big sports boy's gonna get it in here. It's Monday night sports. Beer. Boys. Let's go. You're chilling with the game, watching on the couch. The boys are all here. Kiss your friends on the mouth. It's Monday night couch. Pizza. Nachos. My dad, football boys with really good butts. They're scoring touchdowns as the crowd goes nuts. It's Monday night. Butts. Balls. Pigskin. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's Monday night. Yay! I fixed the Monday night football song. You're welcome, internet. Sam delivered on his promise from last week. You know, y'all didn't think I would do it, too. I know, I know you didn't. I know. I know I didn't think know, you would know, do it. And I know our listeners didn't either. They think, oh, he's the he's the wacky one. He's the wild card that never delivers on when he says he's going to make a bad song about uh, Monday Night Football that's somehow better than every other Monday Night Football song. But hey, I fucking did it. Can't no one tell me I didn't do it. Sam? Yes? Can I ask, what is your obsession with the word boys? It's a good word. I got it from Griffin McElroy and the whole McElroy family. They use the word boys a lot, and I think it's a very funny word. Did you say you uh, cracked open a cold one with these boys? Uh, the football boys? All the time. That's I do that on the podcast. I crack open a cold one with the boys. That's like a, well, it's not a cold one today. Today I'm drinking an Argo tea, ginger, green tea ginger twist that I put some gin in. I'm going to crack that open. So yes, mm. this is Intentional Sounding. Welcome to Intentional Sounding. I it's just, the Draw Play Podcast. Just, I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Repocho. I just and I am... The... <laughs> oh, God, Sam. I'm Stop ruining my intro. I'm ruining the intro. <laughs> I'm editing this one. I'm keeping all that in. You can't yes, stop me. Please. I'm your host... Waiting for Sam to I'm make d- sure he's I'm not... done. Sam, I'm are you done? done? You I'm done? done? I'm done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocho, and I am quite ill right now. So you're probably going to hear sniffles, coughs, and various stages of nose blowing over the course of this hour. I'll try. And I keep apologize that to for on, that on the on the final cut. <laughs> no, you leave all that shit. Oh, in. okay. Shit. All right. That makes my job easier. That's fine. <laughs> How are you, Sam? I'm I'm not coughing up a lung, which is I guess is a plus, you know. I I feel like I get one of these every spring, sure. and it always follows the exact same pattern. Mm. It always starts with the scratchy throat, and then it kind of turns into like I'm constantly swallowing goop. Oh yeah, God, I hate and, that and part. And that sucks. And then I've moved on to, and I'm currently in the phase where my throat's fine, and I'm not swallowing goop anymore, but my nose is like loaded with snot and I am just sneezing volumes and gallons of snot about every five minutes. Yum. Tasty. Yeah. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow I'm pretty sure I'll have a headache and then on Wednesday I will have a slightly scratchy throat again and I'll be fine. That's pretty much how it always goes for me every single year. Do you get, I, Bar- I, I, do you get Barry White voice when you get a bad cold? No. I, I do not get a sexy voice. Ah, that's a shame. I do. 
I should. Oh. I, I was gonna say it's it's a it's a fucking shame. None of y'all have heard my my sexy go get voice. go get sick for next yeah, weekend. Re- yeah. I don't think I can. I don't think that's the way that works. You delivered, one. Sam. You've raised our expectations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we we gotta. We're kind of playing with fire here because you know the powers of this podcast. You you gotta you gotta watch what you say. We do. Okay, so first let's do with um corrections. Oh, from yeah. last week. Uh, <laughs> Fucking whatever. God damn it. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy Macklin, you are not a Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a raven. <laughs> of course, that didn't happen until, like, yesterday, so... Yeah, we didn't actually miss the boat on that one. We we didn't miss the boat. That was news that came out after we talked about it. Yeah. So, hooray for us. What we actually got outdated on, I think, was the Rob and Rex Ryan bar fight. We didn't thing. really get out... Like, we told people about the bar fight. There was just more and better information that came out afterwards. Yeah. Which I already kind of forgot because I'm in a haze was, of snot. So Rex Ryan... Uh, well, okay, so Rex Ryan poured a margarita on somebody, which is great. There's video of that, or pictures. Uh, and then he also, when he was like taking a picture outside, he was telling the lady he was taking a picture with, you got great feet, you know what I like, or something like that. And on one level, listen, I've always been happy for Rex Ryan that he is kind of, he like he's out about that. And if it doesn't hurt anyone, that's fine. And that's great. And I'm, I am glad that he is... If feet make him happy, then feet make Listen, him happy. Yeah, but we're not kink shaming. No, no, no. But at the at the same time, uh, don't don't say that shit to a person you don't know. And also, you're married, so. And also, it's still funny. And also, it's still really funny. It's really, really funny that Rex Ryan came up to a random girl and said, "I like your feet. You know what I like." Oh God. It's very good. It's very good. Um, assault charges are being filed. I, this whole thing is very funny to me. I I cannot. I'm so. I just cannot take it seriously. Like somebody could have gotten seriously injured, and I don't. I don't know if like I don't know when the switch would flip for me. They're just I don't know. so fucking funny, and they haven't done anything like they haven't done anything that I would consider bad yet, or it hasn't come out that they have right i like they punched a dude who was probably also very drunk in nashville like it was friggin' it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like they just rex ryan just reared up and punched the shit out of like some passerby that would have been funny that that still would have been funny that's the thing i i don't know if i don't know if that really supports my point at all but yeah, I guess they're just always kind of clowns to me, which is fun. I'm just curious what they're up to these days besides getting in weird bar fights with uh, people they find attractive on the very down low. Buddy, I, I think that's it. Like, I, I, I think that's... You, you got it in one. I think you nailed it. I think that's just what they do. They're just people. I mean, Living their lives, uh, getting kind of uh, aroused when they see someone in sandals, yep. you know. 
Yeah. As as a thong for normal like regular attraction like a like a sandal like a thong equivalent. You know I, what I mean? I actually I mean I don't know. Like would 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 I don't know. Like if Cisco was a foot fetishist and he made the thong song. Would it be about but then he the made sandal? it about about sandals. Yeah, I, I would have to, With, like, like, a bunch of zooms up on uh, bouncing feet. <laughs> it's instead of the butts. It's would you want to watch that music video? I think I'd want to watch I, that music video. I would definitely want to watch that music video. I might be a little skeeved out, but I would, I would try my best to go in and just enjoy it for what it is. And maybe I learn something new about myself. Who knows? She's got big toes and a camera uh, lie. Uh, okay, well... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you other piggies can't deny yeah. when you're all lined up in the phone. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I am, well, you were you're, I, you're getting there. I was gonna let you go. With I, I would have needed some time to work that out. <laughs> it's your homework for next week. I'm gonna make you. I'm, I'm not gonna make you rewrite the thong song to be about sandals. Please don't do that. We're a music. <laughs> we're a very musical podcast this week, which is which is yes, which are. is good because fucking. Hey, guess what? We've gone over the only two pieces of NFL news. Yeah. It's really great that the NFL has decided to have no news during both the NBA and the NHL finals so that we can ignore those and not have NFL. Can we uh, just take a minute here to appreciate something that I don't think we truly, truly appreciated as a country as it was happening Mm -hmm. until we don't have it like right now? And that's Deflategate. Deflategate was a stupid stupid thing but my god did it give us content come on um, i i would kill for a this moment. i would totally kill for a dumbass scandal like deflategate right now oh uh, well oh oh okay so that's what you're saying oh okay i misunderstood you i misunderstood you i thought you were talking about like like there wasn't enough coverage of deflategate no you're talking about how like this time, like, off-season last year. I'm not saying I want more explicit Deflategate. Yeah. I want more Deflategate-type dumb stuff that we can just talk about endlessly for every the entire off-season. off-season. At least, like, one stupid-ass scandal that we could just have for the off-season that just gives us nuggets and every the, couple of weeks that's the thing is that, that we could just talk about. The great thing about Deflategate was it was such a such an innocuous and stupid thing that it wasn't it wasn't like something where there's a right opinion, there's a wrong, even though there is a right and wrong opinion. It, it, but it, it, it didn't have anything to do with, like, concussions, domestic violence, racism, it didn't have. It wasn't fucking heavy, you know. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was, heavy. It was the. In popcorn. fact, it was a little lighter than it normally should have oh, been. <laughs> got him, got him. I didn't even mean to tee you up for that one, but I kind of did. I appreciate that you did. Yeah, it was really looking back on it. It was kind of a perfect scandal. It was the popcorn, like the junk food of scandals. It was. I mean, maybe you didn't enjoy it, but you fucking sure I as mean, hell had enjoyed having something to talk about. about. And the best part about it was to me is it didn't really matter who won because someone we hated lost. That's very And true. we kind of got them both to lose because the Patriots effectively lost the first half of it, just getting shellacked. And then mm-hmm. when more stuff came out, the NFL basically lost. But at that point, the sort of damage had been done already. It, it was such a great scandal. It and really was. It we was really good. don't appreciate it 
for how great it was. No, and here's the thing is that years past, geez, I mean, we give ESPN a whole lot of shit and the entire sports media a lot of shit for Tebow mania. And not that I would ever want to go back to those years. Ever. Fucking ever. I want to be clear. Ever. Uh, I, I, I get it now. You know, like, I get, I get the, I get the thinking behind, yeah, let's fucking talk about Tebow, because what the fuck else? No, I mean, what, what else is out there? What, what else is news during the offseason? I think the problem with Tebow was that was during the season. Well, right, but there was also, there was also during the offseason, like, last year, fucking Tebow on the baseball team, and will he, will he do, uh, football again? Maybe. I don't know. Do you? Like, it, it's, and that's fun. It's just fun fluff. And sports fucking gets up its own ass so much about shit that isn't important, you know? And it, and it doesn't get up its own ass about the shit that is. So I, I guess I do at some level appreciate uh, scandals and stories like that. You know, I'm, I'm with you on that. As a hashtag content creator, yeah, right. I would fucking love another Deflate Gate. Do we like want... why? Why can't oh I, I don't know Carson Palmer be revealed to have uh, I don't know something. I was about like to a... say no, 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 no. We can do this. We can do this. We can create a fucking scandal right here, and it's been reported by two two people who are sports journalists. Both of us are technically sports journalists. And technically, being technically something is the best kind of being something. I mean, we could just make some shit up right now. We could say, like, fucking Carson Palmer has hair plugs right now. Like, Carson, mm. Carson Palmer's be, hair isn't Would weird. that be big enough, though? No, it wouldn't. It, it we need something that affects, no, the, right. affects right. the game. Like, the perfect thing about Deflategate was that it wasn't, a like, a moral problem, really. No. It was, it was effectively breaking... A mild rule. Uh, yeah, that, that really like and so it, it, like it Ray really Rice. Matter, a lot of people it compared it to Ray Rice when it came out, but Ray Rice was like a legitimate, actual moral quandary. Not even of, a quandary. You know, it was a moral was, fucking failing. It was. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It was heavy. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's it was the fucking, heavy. That's the the deflate thing. Oh, like it doesn't matter if Brady cheated or not. All he did was let air out of a football, and, and that that's the mildest that was shit. It. Yeah, for sure. Oh shit! I like. So we we need something that affects the game in some way that Carson Palmer did. Mm-hmm. And obviously, or maybe we shouldn't use Carson Palmer because we already used a quarterback sort of thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. need we need some other form of like cheating scandal. Like oh 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 well okay so here I'm gonna look something up real quick. Uh, NFL approved footwear because we could definitely make something up about some like we could make something up about like fucking Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott using illegal Reebok pump style footwear to make him faster and cut harder because of the the air pockets in the shoes. What if I don't know maybe the Cowboys had fans that they claim were installed in the stadium to keep things cool when the weather is hot, but they were directing them towards the goalposts 
when oh, the other team had to kick field goals. Oh, shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. Okay, that works. That works. And you just brought up another perfect fucking scandal is the fucking crowd noise scandal. Yeah. Fucking nothing. That doesn't matter. It's nothing. It's fucking nothing. And and yet it's so much fucking fun to talk about. I What if the Seahawks actually pumped in crowd noise and it was proven because I think everyone kind of assumes that they do. Yeah. We, but, well, no, no, we should just go on record and say the fucking sea. The, we we have sources inside the Seahawks organization because yes, they totally we totally do. do. Uh, they pump in crowd noise, and it's like they're the twelfth man. That's I mean that's real, right? The the twelfth man is real, but it is aided significantly by piped in crowd noise and like a, a fancy Harmon Carden speaker set that makes it sound realistic. Mm. That's perfect. They can they can talk all about the acoustics of how the stadium was built, but mm-hmm. you know, it's speakers. Well, and and the other thing is on on some level, isn't that an unfair advantage as well? Right? Absolutely, is, it is, is completely unfair is, advantage because you could just blast it as loud as selectively possible well, well, I'm, I'm not, to disrupt the other team. I'm even talking not not just about the fact that they pipe in crowd noise, which they to- totally completely do, one hundred percent. We know this unnamed source in this Seahawks front office told us. Uh, but building a state... This is... Okay. Well, I think we actually hit it because uh, this is a real one. Shouldn't... Shouldn't... Uh, creating a stadium, the acoustics of which artificially inflate crowd noise, is that... Is that any worse than piping in uh, crowd noise from speakers because I would argue no, it's the same effect on the other team. Hmm, I think you may have a point, Sam. I I, th- I think this might be it. I think we got there, and this is a real thing. We should be talking about this. The Seahawks are cheaters. The, Sam. See, the Seahawks are cheating. The Seahawks are cheating, and it's like a very like it's an asterisk cheating. It's like yeah, it's technically allowed, but but what is what is the difference between a speaker? And a stadium that is acoustically tuned to funnel noise in a certain direction. Hey, guess what? That's what a speaker does. A speaker vibrates in such a way that it directs noise, a, a waves of sound, in a certain direction. They built a living speaker. They did. They, they did. They did. The only thing is they don't plug it in. It's just people. Have it's you ever just loud drunk assholes yeah, yep. who like the number twelve? Yep, yep. Fucking go back to high school physics and and learn uh, learn wave theory and how sound waves compound one another. Do that experiment. When and I I don't want to say too much, but I will say that um, our source on this is a current disgruntled player yeah, on his, the Seattle Seahawks. His name rhymes um, with his... Chichard Berman. Yes. He, his name is Dick Berman. Yeah, Dick Berman. Dick Not Not Dick quite, Berman. but it's Dick Berman. Yeah, yeah. Good. Very good. Uh, please, please don't, um, don't divulge our sources. We take that shit very seriously here. So, uh... We have a lot of integrity here. We, we do. Uh, it's, it's integral sounding. I might cut that part out. <laughs> you better not. 
the, the funny thing is as soon as i make a reference to to cutting it out it becomes a bit and i, I kind of save myself from any embarrassment even though i really don't that's just kind of how it works in my head <laughs> that that actually is exactly how everything works <laughs> once you say i'm gonna cut that it makes it a thing it's a bit it's a bit now and it, i meant to do it the, from the whole time it's live not really podcasting and that's the way it works our listeners don't know how much we actually edit nope. every week nope 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 and we <laughs> let's do we want to keep the mystery yes yes absolutely oh. okay okay no no real news no real news no real news here's the, here's a funny tidbit did you see the super bowl ring for the new england patriots i, I actually didn't that that's news that's news that i, I completely missed I honestly didn't even look at it, but I saw a factoid that it has 283 diamonds. So at what point does it become too many diamonds? I, I think it two. <laughs> I mean, you've seen those ads, right? For like Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry. They have this fucking... I hate it because it's such he an obvious... He went to Jared. Well, they're, they're, they do this commercial that's such an obvious ploy... That's like the the one love diamond with two diamonds on it. One for your true love and one for your best friend. F- fucking, you're selling me a fucking thing with two diamonds on it. The only reason you're doing this is because you want me to buy two diamonds instead of one. As if one fucking diamond mined from the mountains from slave labor is not apparently enough. Fucking, I'm so glad millennials, millennials are killing diamonds. I am so glad I'm part of the generation that is killing diamonds. It's stupid. Yes. Diamonds are dumb. It really are. Hot takes here on intentional sounding. Hot diamond di- takes. Di- diamonds are dumb. There are so many more interesting stones and gems mm-hmm. out there. I've I've never understood the fascination with diamonds. They're white and plain. Yep. Yeah, like, that's okay, true. They're kind of shiny. I as a kid, I was I I went through a rock phase. Where I was super into rocks and collected rocks and knew all the rocks and gems and minerals, Marie, uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I never really understood diamonds. Diamond, the diamonds are I, from a uh, like a standpoint of the mineral aspect of how they're really hard and how how they're made. That's kind of interesting. But looking at themselves, they're just shiny. I, I like like purple amethysts and rubies and stuff like that more because it's colorful yep. and interesting. And they're formed in the same way. It's all yeah. like pressurized stuff over years and years and years, right? Like fucking geodes are way cooler than a diamond. You crack open a rock and you got all these crystals. I was in it. about that's to so say, like cooler. that's dope. If someone could find a tiny ass fucking geode and put that shit on a ring, that's like cool. That's visually interesting. I, I still think, like, the best and most romantic wedding ring I think I've ever seen, it was not in real life. It was in a webcomic. Akewood did this comic about um, one of the characters, like a kind of uh, social anxiety-having nerdy character uh, trying to propose to his girlfriend. And he stayed up, like, all night making this LED, like, from scratch, this LED blinky guy and i was like oh it's fucking something he made himself and that's special right that's it's not fucking special because it's a gem it's special because there's time and thought and effort put into it if 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 you're dating someone and he or she wants a diamond 
like, or, or you want to get them a diamond, that's fine. But, like, the diamond isn't the most important part of the equation, right? It's the thought that goes into it. It's like the, the thought that, oh, I know my partner wants a diamond ring. You know, I know my partner well enough to know that they want a diamond ring. And I know that they want this style of diamond ring or this size or, or this cut or this type of band with the diamond ring. It's not more or less special than knowing that your partner wants a sapphire or a jade or what the fuck ever, you know? Amethyst. Amethyst. Yeah. What's your what's your birth gemstone, Sam? Oh, fu- I, th- this is definitely not me looking up my birthstone. I, th- I, think, I think I'm a garnet. I think I'm an opal? What, what's the fucking April? April birth birthstone. I think it's an opal. Um, no. Well, fuck me. It's a diamond. (laughs) 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 Well, shit. I guess I gotta take all that shit back now, huh? That was the perfect punchline that neither of us saw coming. That was really good. Uh, Goddamn. I fucking... I fucking get the generic one. Everyone else gets cool ones. I'm fucking... Garnets. And... Oh my god, that was amazing. <sighs> Jesus, yeah, it's fucking garnets, opals, uh, amethyst. Yeah, if you're in February, you get an amethyst. If you're in March, you get aquamarine. Pearls for June. Holy shit! December gets three. December gets tanzanite, zircon, and turquoise. October is opal. My my mom was actually super mad about that because my mom kind of likes shiny things my mom likes diamonds she she likes shiny shiny rocks and stuff like that and she got really mad when my sister was born on november 30th because she didn't get the uh oh the december stone she didn't get she she had to get the whatever the november one is and it's it's like a piss yellow kind of it's it's either topaz or citrine it's probably topaz and topaz is topaz is very brown and yellow it's it's cool. It's, it, it's like someone took a diamond and then, like, stained it with pee. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like the way it looks, but it's not... The color isn't ideal. It's not ideal. Uh, so what... What Did you check? What... You were born in... I'm late January. Yeah, I'm so you sure are I'm Garnet. Garnet. You are Garnet. Yeah. And Garnet's cool. Garnet's fucking, like, blood-ass red. Yeah. It's deep. It's deep. It's seen some shit, man. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fucking it's a it's a ruby that fucking thinks that other rubies like fucking you haven't you haven't seen the things that I've seen. Yeah, enjoy yeah. enjoy, ruby, enjoy you're, your years. You're so nice, Ruby. You've 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 led such a happy life. You haven't you didn't come from a troubled home. Enjoy enjoy your years of innocence while they last, and then rubies become garnets. And then yes. in the cycle, that's how, and that's how gemstones are made. That's how the the gem trade works, folks. Helpful hints here on intentional. GTST. I don't know, like gem traumatic stress disorder. Here, here's the thing, Dave. If you had told me uh, 30 minutes ago that we would have started this podcast and we would be talking about the gem trade, I, you know, we've, we've, we've. Gone on a couple. I wouldn't be that surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be that surprised. I'd be a little bit surprised. There is probably be a little bit surprised. I'd I'd probably just be more curious how the hell we got there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a topic we were talking about. I'd be curious how we ended up there because I think that's always the more interesting 
thing. When you when you start a train of thought and you have no idea what train you got on, mm-hmm. and then you just end up at weird stations. It's, it's funny because I forgot how we got here, and then I remembered. Oh, we we're talking about the fucking Super Bowl rings that they got. And yes, oh yeah, yeah. that's right. We should get back to that. So, two hundred and eighty-three <laughs> diamonds on this damn ring for the Patriots. I it's oh, too many. It, okay, so it's too much diamonds. I want, quick aside, this is this is. When I went to the Football Hall of Fame uh, several years ago for the first time, and actually the only time I've been in there, it's th- my favorite exhibit out of the entire thing was the Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. Out of everything they had in there, they had all the jerseys, and you're like, wow, that's the jersey that he did that thing in. Oh, there's a Tebow jersey in here. Fuck this place. But they had all the rings lined up towards the end of the... Um, Hall of Fame sort of tour. They had a big glass display of all the rings lined up in a row. And it was really fascinating to me because when you see these pictures of the rings, you can Google all the rings. You can Google them next to... You can see the pictures of the rings, but I don't think you really comprehend the gaudiness of them until you're looking at them next to each other right in front of your face. I bet. I, I seriously bet. I, you know, it's, no, they had... It's astounding how bad they've gotten. They they had Around... them at the draft uh, uh, a couple years ago in Chicago. Um, and I saw a couple too. It's bad. It really is bad. They're, they start off pretty simple. They start off almost lesser than current class ringish yeah like not not so but they're 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 old they're kind of classy in an old way they don't really have many diamonds on them, like maybe two diamonds kind of thing then they get really nice for a while as all the teams are kind of starting to win their first and second even like the steeler 70s rings where they're winning a whole bunch at once aren't too bad and then it kind of gets to like the mid 90s around like the broncos mm-hmm. and the Packers and things just start ramping up and they just and like the last five or six years the Seahawks one they're terrible oh they're all terrible I think the second Ravens one is the worst ring I had ever seen and that was the the most recent one I'm looking it up right now it has two diamond encrusted Lombardi trophies it's they're just so bad and I, they they don't look good. They're just they don't. overblown with diamonds, and they need to stop putting more diamonds on it and start going back to actual good designs. design. You start with design, not how can we fit two hundred and it it shouldn't whatever. be about how many fucking diamonds you can fit on this ring because I mean there are two hundred eighty three diamonds, but most of them are pretty fucking small. Yeah, yeah, they're small ass shit diamonds, man. There's nothing. Just fucking as make the whole ring as, out of a gigantic diamond if you're gonna yeah, do that. Your average engagement ring uh, diamond has a bigger diamond on it than 99% of the rings uh, diamonds on one of these rings. Yeah, they're not yeah. big diamonds. They're just jamming diamonds yeah. everywhere, and they don't ne- they don't need to be there. They nope. they should do something. Did you see the Falcons NFC Championship ring? It's no. so much better. No, I, it's I so that. much. It's still got a bunch of diamonds on it. It's just a big round ring. It's got the big ass Falcons logo right smack dab well, in the middle. Really it's got good. kind of a 
It's really nice. It's still kind of gaudy and exactly kind of what you'd still want to wear to show off at a party. Yeah. But it's not like blind you from a distance like you're an ant under a microscope kind of gaudy. Well, it's also got the good Falcons logo on it, so. Yeah. Which is nice. The Falcons logo is good. Yeah, well, oh, oh, I'm looking at the, <laughs> shit, I thought it was like some weird throwback ring, and I, I'm only, I'm looking at the 1998 one, which I was wondering why it's the, it's the old logo, and it's because I'm looking at the one from 1998. <laughs> good job, Sam. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, good right? Job. I'm I'm very very good at this, but um, no, the same thing. It, it's just if if it were me, I like isn't that kind of, that style? Hasn't that style been out for a long time? Isn't like minimalism the new steez? Shouldn't yeah, because millennials are ruining diamonds, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, and and most like most sports ball maybe we're ruining diamonds because all the diamonds are going to these stupid ass rings dude can you imagine being a some sort of pr person or like an account representative at like jared or uh fucking k or other jewelry shop that i can't zales thank you i knew i was missing another one uh, can you imagine being a rep there and, like, trying to fucking hustle for that contract? For that fucking NFL money? Be like... Oh, they're not making it. It's Jostens. What? It's it, it's Jostens that's oh, getting okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. It, it's the same company that does, like, class rings and shit. And that's why they're... It's also ugly. I hate... I, listen, like, I appreciate the fact that you might want a class ring... And I definitely appreciate the fact that you win a fucking championship. You want something gaudy to put on your body. I get it. I just, they're, they fucking, they're so big. They reach from your knuckle to the The other other knuckle. knuckle. How could, like, how do you get used to having, like, I can, I can imagine people getting used to having a wedding band on, Right. I'm like still a, not used to mine. Yeah. I've had mine for almost a year. I still play with it constantly. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, how, how do you keep that on your person? The whole, like, you how don't. do you sleep with that? On? That's, the, that's the kind of thing where you keep it in a box and then you only bring it out for special occasions but, when you want to show it off. But you don't if you're fucking anyone on ESPN who's won a Super Bowl and is on the announce team. Or maybe they just wear it then. That's probably the only time they wear it, yeah. That's fair. I just, like, uh, fucking... They're really ugly. This The Seahawks one is... <laughs> it's pretty atrocious. It's pretty atrocious. It's, it's very atrocious. It's, if, you guys should look it up. You should Google it. But there, I'm looking at the NFC uh, Seahawks ring from 2014. It literally looks like some something out of Indiana Jones. There's, like... A bunch of diamonds and then this one emerald or jade stone that's the Seahawks eye. And it's very, like, it is very akin to a bird etching on a wall that has this one gem in the eye. And if you pluck out the gem, a door opens somewhere else in the dungeon. And that's how you You, get the secret sword. Don't you think it's funny that the most interesting gem on that ring is the one that isn't the fucking diamond? Well, Fucking funny. That's the one that catches your eye, doesn't it? Funny how that works, huh? Funny how when you have fucking clear white bread fucking, oh, I just refract light and it looks the same when I refract it. 
oh, maybe it's a little glimmery, maybe, but fucking, yeah. The diamond in the earliest Super Bowl rings was the centerpiece yeah, now they're, of the ring. Now they're backgrounds. Now they're, 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 they're the function of the backgrounds. When you have this stone that is functioning as the background to the most interesting parts of the design, which are usually the logo made of different stones. Yeah. You got a problem. It's a, Diamonds it's a problem. bad. There's too many of them. Just work on your designs, people. Yep. We need to get past this gaudy, terrible ring. Seriously, seriously. I will I will say I am looking at one right now. It is very good. And it is the here, I'll I'll throw it in the in the Skype chat like we do, but um it is the two thousand one NFC championship ring for the St. Louis Rams. And it's a goddamn shame that they, uh, they didn't win the Super Bowl that year because fucking that is a very good, that is a very good championship ring. What it is, it's got, it's got like, uh, a Ram horn and inlaid. So the ring itself is kind of inlaid at the, um, I don't know what you call it. The like face, I guess, of the ring. It's kind of indented a little bit. It says St. Louis Rams NFC Champions. It's kind Champions of like on inner beveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's bezeled. It's like framed. And then you have like a curly Q kind of ram's horn that's lined with diamonds. Uh, not many. It's there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve diamonds on the outside. Oh, that's ri- that's definitely not two hundred and eighty three. Uh, yeah, right, right. For the fucking Patriots. Ugh. And then, but then there's a gigantor one in the middle. It's really good. It's really good. And it functions as an effective centerpiece. That's, that's very true. It works with the design. Yeah. The, it's a, the, ram the background is actually the ram blue and it uses yep. the diamonds as the centerpiece design aspect of it. It's a very solid ring. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this from a graphic design standpoint it's now. Gaudy it gaudy and good. But it all points to that one spot which has the centerpiece diamond the bezel that kind of goes in the framing draws your eye to the background which draws your eye to the ram horn which draws your eye to because it's spiraling around it which draws your eye into what's in the middle there fucking take take notes from the 2001 nfc championship ring justins or whatever you are i don't remember the, the, there's, a, there's a Cowboys one that's the same way. It's the 1970s NFC Championship ring. The NFC Championship rings... The, the championship rings tend to look better because they're working with less. Oh, so they're not trying to go all out. It's it's The major rings almost feel like those movies where you give someone too much creative control. And, and it freezes them. They and don't it know just turns do. it turns into this bloated nonsense because a lot of art comes from a little bit of adversity where you have to work within limits. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, uh, what? The paradox of choice is the mm-hmm. is the word that they use. Also, fucking necessity is the mother of invention. You're not gonna, you end up making better art or designs when, when you When have... you have to work within restrictions, yes. you have to get more creative. You do, and it also allows you to, to refine your vision more other than let's fucking throw diamonds on it. Yeah, when you have to restrict yourself, you kind of have to go through ideas and be like, okay, well, I can't use that and this. But when you've yep. got all the diamonds in the world, you're like, let's just throw shit at a wall. Oh. And 
It'll be a ring. I'm, I'm, oh my God. Well, fucking, this is great. I'm, I'm looking at all these NFC championship rings and I think my favorite one so far is this one and you're going to hate me. I'm sorry. It's an Eagles ring. Um, so sorry. I don't know which one you're talking about. The, uh, I'm curious to see. 19... That's a pretty solid I, ring. The... That's, that, that is like a, really like good. a stonemason kind of ring. Yeah. That is a great ring. So, Holy shit. So it's the 1980 NFC championship ring for the Philadelphia Eagles. There is one diamond on it. And it's, it's a football shaped diamond. It's a, it's an almond shaped diamond. And there's this awesome, like, I think it's brass. I mean, well, it's a it's a it's a gold, gold eagle yeah. on a green field. A Kelly green background. It's very it's, good. It's 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 so good. It's like an instant looking classic kind of ring. Yeah, it is sort. I feel like if I saw that, and and it's so grabbing good. the a football, the football shaped diamond, it, it is sinking its talons into this diamond shaped uh, football shaped diamond. It's very good, and there are like fucking wings all over it. This is gaudy too. This is very gaudy. It's oh, a it's golden incredibly ring. gaudy, but it's very bold. Yep. it makes a statement. It it's not muddled. It's not confusingly sparkly. That's right. And the other thing is, like, I feel like those rings get less gaudy the more diamonds, because it all fades. It's like you were mm-hmm. saying. It's like you have two hundred, and not, no one fucking cares. It just looks shiny. It could be anything. You can't even look directly at the uh, Patriots ring because there's so many refractions going on that you can't actually get a clear look at anything. Yeah. yeah. So get your shit together. Get your fucking Fuck sh- you, Justins. <laughs> You're the Mark Wahlberg of ring design. This this one's this one's very good too. I'm I'm going to close it with this because this is definitely the fucking eye of Sauron. The the Washington Redskins. Holy it's sh- really good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> That's perfect. The, Night, uh, 1983 Washington Redskins <laughs> NFC Championship ring. It is the eye of Sauron. literally the eye of Sauron. I'm not fucking... You, I, we, we have to... You guys are going to have to do some Googling with us um, to to kind of verify this. It's definitely worth doing. But, it, but this also doesn't just stop at football. This is pretty much every championship ring. The Cubs did it too this year uh, for their World Series ring. To their credit... In the middle, it's just the big fucking Cubs logo with no diamonds, but it's surrounded by like blue gems. Either they, I think they actually might be like blue hued diamonds, if that w- works that way. I feel like I remember reading something about that. But then there's like all fucking kinds of diamonds on the like background, like in the framing. It's weird. Fucking. Be better. Get better designers. They exist. Fucking, I'm sure you could do it, Dave. Stop giving them too much control. Stop giving them too many options. Tell them to be like... I think the the biggest problem is they. there's probably people there who know that they should do this, but you don't want to be the group that brings it down. Yeah, you want to one-up the previous year. You always want to one-up the previous year, and it's gotten to the point where it's not working. It's... They need to scale it back at slowly because if you're going to be uh, the team who wins the Super Bowl next year and you come in and the ring has 100 diamonds on it. Yeah. You're going to be like, what the shit is this? I wanted 300 fucking diamonds on my ring. What is this nonsense? I wanted a ring so big that it was two rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think in 20 years the rings won't even be rings? They'll be like finger gloves. 
like a finger trap kind of thing <laughs> a diamond encrusted finger trap or uh, have you seen uh doctor strange how they got that that sling ring or whatever it is that the little magic thing that they have that it, they have to wear it over two separate fingers and it's linked no but i've i've seen i've seen the trailers i know what you're talking about yeah yeah that's probably is that what we're gonna be in 20 years I, there's gonna be a thousand diamonds and every, every ring comes with a guaranteed African dying to make here's, it. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. If they're going to go that route, and they're already pretty much there, you know what would be a lot fucking cooler than than a Super Bowl ring with 200... I'm sorry. Give me the number again. 83? 283 diamonds. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. 283 diamonds. on. You know what would be cooler than that? Use that same amount of diamonds... That same exact amount of diamonds, right? And fucking just make a set of fucking brass knuckles. And have it say fucking (laughs) Patriots won the fucking Super Bowl. And spell it F-A-C-K-I-N apostrophe. And just just do it that way. I would respect the hell out of that. Like, go to the brass knuckles ceremony. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, I'd be well. <laughs> the the funny thing is, you know, the Patriots have five now in the Brady era, right? They yeah. they they pretty much have they it could, set someone already. Someone should be able <laughs> right. to fuse them. They they just gotta get one person who's willing to fuse them. Brady just fuses them all yeah. together to make brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah. yeah like oh my god, I think I'd respect a, a Brady if he Bra- did. There that. is a picture of Brady with all five on um on his hand and it actually does like i'm not gonna say it looks badass because it it doesn't but if you fuse those together if you fucking weld all of those together that would kind of be pretty dope and i would respect that i would respect that so if that's the if that's the way we're gonna go if we're gonna go more diamonds i think the one way to do it is you have to you have to take over other fingers so not okay. only have we fixed the Monday Night Football theme song, we've we fixed have fixed Super Bowl, Super Bowl rings. rings. Mm-hmm. You got plenty of options. Either have good designers make brass knuckles, or fucking do d- have Doctor Strange uh, uh, magic hex rings. You got this is what you got, Justin. Yeah, this is this, this is what this you got to do. This is free for you. We should be charging you a cons- a very high consultant's fee for this. You should sponsor this podcast and and send us a ring with two hundred eighty three diamonds on it. No, no, let's let's not be unreasonable. No. Two hundred fifty. Okay. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I haven't won the Super Bowl. No, but I still kind of want to feel like I did. Yeah, yeah. We you like the Super Bowl of ring criticism. We probably yeah, here's here's the thing. I I feel like that field isn't very stacked. Um, <laughs> I feel so like, no no i'm just saying don't diminish listen, our accomplishments listen, listen wi- winning by default is the best kind of winning <laughs> <laughs> very good very good we we fucking brought it back we brought it back to football which uh, we rarely do so oh oh but we're also almost out of time and we're about to have an argument Yes, I suppose we are. We're still going to do some rankings here, folks. And I, I do want to say, not to cut you off, but we have we have kind of gone off brand the past uh, few months in our rankings. They haven't been mundane rankings of late, right? We, yeah. We've ranked They've kind of They've been kind of football-related. Yeah. So this week, we're finally doing a mundane ranking, and I'm, I, I appreciate it. So Okay. 
Sam, would you like to introduce our Monday? Oh, 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 would I? Oh, would I? So this was inspired by a tweet by someone who I can't remember. Dave sent it to me. You can. And I can't remember either. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> no, no attribution. No, attribution no credit. For you. <laughs> We're sorry. Uh, well, yeah, but it, it doesn't fucking need our help. It went viral. Um, yeah, it did. Uh, where she ranked uh, French fry varieties or ways of making fried potatoes is the way we're going to do it. Basically, ranked French fry styles. Yeah, or, or again, like fried potato styles. Some of these aren't really French fries, right? Yeah. Um, there are, are, are ways to fry potatoes to make a side dish. Uh, they included like garlic fries, chili fries, chili cheese fries, and we were like, "That's fucking cheating." No, no. If you can't, these are the way the potatoes are cut and then made. Right. You can't stick all this extra crap on them. No cheese. With, that that's cheating. There's one exception to this rule. There's one exception to this uh, like seasoning rule, and we'll get to it um, when it comes up because it's such a necessary part of that style of French fry. Uh, but other than that, like, because because if we included like fucking chili chili fries, chili cheese fries, it's fucking poutine down the yeah, list. Poutine. It's it's poutine. only rank yeah. poutine. What is why have anything else there? So so yeah, no, we're we're ranking like we're, we're ranking ways to fry potatoes. I guess this is what we can say. This Pota- French fries, French fry styles. Right, yeah, Sam. How? What is your number one? Or should we? No, start I think from the I think we start at number one because because the bottom I think okay. is a lot of fun here. I got waffle okay. fries in number one. Number one is waffle it, fries. It was it was very hard for me, but di- dippability I think is a, is a big thing. Fucking good waffle fries with good honey mustard is is really hard to beat for me. It's curly fries. So friend. that's the thing. I was really fucking ah. Uh, it was it curly me. fries. Are so they good, really and the are. main reason why I pick curly fries over waffle fries is when you get a really big waffle fry, it's a little too much potato. That's that's true. That's the thing. If you have a curly fry, you never have too much potato. Nope. It's always the perfect amount of crisp to the perfect amount of potato. I I will say the the problem about curly fries and the reason that I put them. I mean, spoiler. The problem alert, with curly fries two. is that I'm not currently eating them right now. And that, well, the, the other thing is that is the one exception because curly fries come with the fucking curly fry seasoning that's probably fucking somewhere in a vault under lock and key. I don't fucking know what they put on that shit, but it's amazing. probably diamonds. I, fucking grind that good. Better <laughs> use for diamonds than Super Bowl rings. Holy shit. But the thing with curly fries, though, in terms of dipping them, you get that there is there is a lot of joy to be had in that one super long slinky style curly fry. But you dip it and like nine times out of ten, that will like snap in half as you try and pull it back out and you have to like dig in the dip. And then you got a you got a dipped French fry that's like mostly ketchup or mostly mustard or mostly like whatever the fuck you put on it. You see, this this tells me one thing, that you're just really shit at dipping. How do you fucking dip a... Do you, do you fucking wrap it around your finger, you fucking monster, and then dip your finger into the thing? No, I just dip it in slowly so that it never becomes too soggy or heavy in the dip that it breaks I, off. And if there is ever a break-off, I use another curly fry, which functions as an effective hook how do you do to that? pull it out what of the dip. Of, I'm talking about the really fucking tight, slinky-style ones. It's like three inches long. 
you always have one of them whenever you go to the bowling alley because that's where you and get those are the best ones and they're typically the strongest I, it's a fucking. I could. I could do a. Sam, you are bad at dipping. I. I guess I might be, but I could do a fucking tensile strength equation for you right now, telling you that that once once you have dipped a particularly tight and long curly fry in honey mustard, that the tensile strength of the potato and the fried outer layer is not enough to lift the rest of the curly fry when it is uh when it is uh a carrying dip curly fries are great they're number two and they they were very close to being number one i think i just wrote this list when i really wanted waffle fries the 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 <laughs> other thing though is that have you ever had waffle fries with like curly fry seasoning yes okay they're they're pretty great i was that that's that that was my only thing Okay, so I got curly fries at number two. What do you got at number two? Um, this might be controversial. Tater tots, man. No, okay, so I don't think that's controversial, but I'll I have them further down my list and I'll explain it. You explain why you like tater tots though first. I I just think they're perfect. I mean, if you've got some problems dipping, mm. I feel like tater tots are perfect dipping. Yeah. Because they're always the same size, so you always know exactly how much you need to make that tater tot count. There's so many interesting ways to season them. They're basically hash browns that have been rolled up into a tube. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. I've never had a tater tot I didn't like. Really? Well, yeah. We'll get, we'll even get to the that, but... even even like the, it's like pizza. Even when it's yeah. bad, it's still kind of good. The tater tots they're so they're so elegantly simple and good. Have you ever had tachos? No, but judging from the name, yeah. I think I will that, love them. So they've kind of. I don't know if it's like a viral whatever now, like a viral food stuff, but for years... Millennials are ruining tater tots. For years, they've been serving tachos at the at Ryan Field, where the Northwestern University Wildcats play, as a, like, you know, a game day snack. And it's it's exactly what the fuck it sounds like. It is tater tots... Or nachos, rather, but instead of tortilla chips, it's tater tots. It's really really good at number three i have hash browns hash browns at number three for pretty much the same reason you said tater tots uh especially because here's the thing if you include fucking those mcdonald's hash browns in there oh my god mcdonald's hash browns are like crap se seriously i i i they might low-key be the best thing mcdonald's I, does. I don't think it's low-key bud <laughs> They're really good. Those hash browns are really fucking good. Fucking oval of potato. I don't think goodness. anyone wanted all day McDonald's breakfast because they really wanted an egg McMuffin no. at nine thirty. They wanted like, the fucking hash browns. They wanted the hash browns for sure, for sure. So that's my number three. I don't think that's controversial. My number three is waffle fries. Sure. Pretty self-explanatory. Yep. yep. Uh, number four, I have pomme souffle. Uh, I've Pong only souffle. had them like once or twice, but they're really, really good. They they are pillowy and light, and so okay. If you don't know what pump souffle are, they are very thin. You can make these at home actually fairly easily, even if you don't have a deep fryer. If you just fill a pot with oil and slice, like if you have a mandolin slicer. You slice potatoes very thinly um, long ways, so you get like kind of long little potato chip style things. You fry them twice, 
and then they kind of puff up a little bit. They they kind of look like um I don't know like little potato pillows, and they are very light, very nice, and just like salt and pepper. It also is a much fancier way to like. Oh, I'm not eating French fries, you fucking American pig. I'm eating pomme souffle. Like, it, it is a very nice way to... It actually does sound good. It is, I have it is never had them. I've only had them once, and I, I still remember it. It was, it was just a very I, nice I experience. did not rank them on my list because I fair, have not had fair, them. So fair. I may have to seek them out now that I know what they they're are. They're available. Because I saw the like, picture, and they looked like potato wedges. No, like, they're, eh. they're not potato wedges. Spoiler alert, they are very far down on my list. Say Yeah. What's the point? All right, so that's your number four. Yeah, that's my number four. Um, Here's probably going to be the first controversial opinion. I don't know how you feel about these fries. I personally love them. Sweet potato fries. Oh, I have them next. They're they're (laughs) fucking great. Fucking what are you talking about? Sweet potato fries are delicious. There's there's this place near me... um, called dmk burger bar in chicago if anyone's from chicago who's listening to this they fucking know what i'm talking about they have some of the best sweet potato fries i've ever had they serve them with like they're very savory uh they serve them with a parmesan truffle aioli i'm fucking as they should be sir my mouth is the best sweet potato fries i've ever had have been somehow involved with aioli yep yep (laughs) yep It's the fucking, you get all the flavors, right? You get umami from the, from the fried and the oil and the potato. You get a bit of sweet. You get a bit of savory, uh, salt. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. I fucking love sweet potato fries. All right. So if that's your fifth. Yeah. So then you're next. My fifth. My fifth is uh, normal, thin, standard fries. That's that's my that's my your, sixth. Your basic. That's my sixth. Okay, okay. Then uh, my sixth is um, hash browns. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. I think hash browns can be more easily messed up. I've had some bad hash browns. I've never had like bad, truly bad tots, but I've had some truly bad hash. It's browns. really funny because you and I have swapped. Those for the same reason. My next one is tater tots, because I've <laughs> no, because I've had some like awful like fucking fall apart in your fingers tater tots that are soggy and like wet and not just like not like you can't dip them. If you try to dip them, they will like be cut in half. I would say that if like if all tater tots like a good tater tot is probably number three on my list above hash browns. Almost definitely, as a matter of fact, but the, for me at least, the floor for tater tots is so low that I, I mean, I just couldn't put them there. I kind of had to split the difference a little bit. That's fair. That's fair. I'm beginning to think you're just really shit at doing. Buddy, have you have you never had a tater tot? <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you if you've never had a tater tot fall apart. In Maybe your hands. I've just been blessed. I've never had a tater tot fall apart in my hands that I didn't purposely do that okay too. that's that's fair i will say i've never they've had all, i've never had bad hash almost so they've been ten if i've had a bad tater tot it's they've trended too crispy oh wow i have never i have never had a too crispy tater to tot the, i don't think but where are you eating your fucking I don't tater fucking, tots i well i i guess my biggest memory of tater tots in my introduction to them as i'm sure a lot of people's uh introduction to tater tots was 
fucking lunch, school lunch. Yeah. And they were still good no, in my school. Uh, Everybody loved it when they served tater tots because the tater tots were it. they were so hard to fuck I up. I hated it. I didn't I didn't like it. They fucking sitting under a heat lamp melting into a thing. Like I will I will order tater tots as a side when they are offered instead of regular fries. I will. But I will all there all be always be that in my mind like maybe they'll fuck it up maybe they'll... if you oven bake tater tots it just doesn't work you have to fry them that's it mm. who you got probably yeah uh next i have a uh, shoestring God, same here fries. bud all right so shoestring fries they're they're basically just like regular thin cut fries but they they tend to have not enough potato they're thinner they're they're too thin there's there's too much fry, not enough potato. They they sell equivalents to shoestring fries, right? At like grocery stores, they they're next to like the French's like onion ring things that you like put sprinkle over salads. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they yeah. they have a version of that that are pretty much like shoestring fries. It's just like whenever I eat shoestring fries, I'm like I I would rather be eating potato chips. You know. It's, yeah. it's like the same yeah. kind of get the crunch. It's just, eh, I don't love it. When I'm eating shoestring fries, I feel like I'm eating the shitty overdone fry in a regular pack of McDonald's fries. Well, but, but, but the shitty overdone fry is always like if it's only one of them, it's like nice. Yeah. It's kind of like. Yeah. Uh, it's a, like, yeah, but I don't want a whole pack exactly. of them. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I agree. What do you got next, Sam? I have uh, smiley fries next. So I've never had smiley fries before. Uh, either so yeah, pop souffle and smiley fries i've literally never that's had fair. i saw smiley fries on this list and i went what the fuck? so smiley is smiley fries i'm kind of expanding to include any kind of shaped fried potato it, so smiley fries the way smiley fries are made is you freeze uh mashed i think it's just mashed potato and you and i don't even know if you batter it or anything and you throw it into a deep fryer and it comes out fucking looking like a smiley face or a dinosaur or a star or whatever. And they have a different consistency than other f- fried potato things because because it's like mashed potatoes and not um, and not actual like not. Cooked. These sound gross. They're not gross. They're not great either. They're I mean, they're fucking fourth from the bottom on my list. They can't be that great. Right. But but yeah. there's like nostalgia factor to them, and they're not like I would never say no to to smiley fries. Yeah. Okay. So next, I have crinkle cut. Oh, okay. Okay. Crinkle cut. They're they're mediocre, but they're fun to look at and kind of fun to hold. Sure. Sure. A good crispy crinkle cut fry can be quite tasty, but generally they they seem t- to tend too soggy. For That's me. very fair. That's very they, they trend soggy, and even though I am an excellent dipper, uh, they still do sometimes break on me, too. Fair. Fair. I got steak fries next. I have steak fries next as well. Why? Steak fries are... It's, uh, they're just rectangles. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the opposite of the problem you get with shoestring fries. Yeah. There, is a, there, is a, there is a ratio that has already been perfected of fried surface area to potato uh, volume, I guess, right? 
and mm-hmm. it is there's too much potato and this one's too much potato get a baked potato if that's what you want get a fucking baked potato with your steak that sounds delicious fucking do it that way don't get steak fries why i i just every time i eat steak fries it like it's chalky in my mouth and i need to drink eight glasses of water instantly it's just not it's not ideal it dries you out and it's you are with each steak fry you are eating like five or six regular cut fries it's just not it's not ideal i hate it i hate them straight steak fries are disgusting the only time i've ever liked steak fries is when you do poutine kind of oh shit. yeah yeah and that works because a steak fry will stand up to that kind of shit yeah, and it'll soak in the gravy and yep. stuff like that, and it'll work. When but it's used as a on its own, steak fries are pretty crap. That's fair. That's very fair. I didn't even think about that. What's next, Sam? Uh, potato wedges. Yeah. What a fucking waste. Potato wedges are shit. Uh, for most... They're not They're not fries, man. They're just wedges. fucking wedges potato. I remember I the first time I had them, I think like Popeye's was offering them, uh, or like KFC isn't like... Oh, you know, you got you got a choice of side. You got either regular fries, seasoned fries, and potato wedges. And I chose the most wrong answer on the list. And I got like four fucking potato wedges. Tastes like dirt. It's awful. They're bad. Why? It's all of the problems you have with steak fries, except worse somehow. When I went, when I first uh, ordered fish and chips from like an authentic British restaurant, and I found out what they think chips are. Mm-hmm. They're potato wedges. Uh, well, oh I God. guess, so that, that I think to me is more acceptable just because you can just fucking douse that shit in tartar sauce and just even then, tartar sauce it's, and it's, it's fine. It's just potato. Yeah. You're just eating a potato with like a semi-tasty skin. The best potato wedges are the ones that are really small leftover pieces. Oh yeah, that have, that are that just have sat in the oil that have been crisped long. up. Yep. Yeah, that have For been sure. crisped up very, very and true. basically become a different kind of fry. Yep. Those potato wedges are terrible. They're not. They're not good. I still have my last one. Have you done your last one? Or was yours? Um, I I didn't have smiley or palm souffle because I've never had okay. them. So, so that was my last one. I have crinkle cut last. Really, crinkle I cut? I fucking that's, hate crinkle cut fries. It's bold. I know. I Why, know. Sam? Well, one, you already brought it up. You can't if you apply any kind of diagonal or or horizontal vector of force to a crinkle cut fry as you dip it, it will break. It just will because there are a billion points of fail- failure on every fucking crinkle cut fry as it kind of zigzags. It's not a very well engineered no, fry. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I get the idea. I get the idea. I get that a crinkle cut fry wants to have more surface area for fried surface to increase the amount of fried on the fry. I get that. But the problem is the majority of crinkle cut fries out there like, when was the last time you have been at a restaurant and ordered crinkle cut fries? Or, like, I mean, it, like a bowling alley or, like, a food truck or wherever you might get them. Does anyone ever order crinkle cut fries? No. People order fries and then it comes out crinkle cut fries and you're like, you're ah, fuck. Well, Why didn't I get the chips instead? But, but most most of the time... Most people's experience with crinkle cut fries are oven baked or ride up fucking crinkle cut fries from a bag. And it's just like, 
is sad. Or sad, fucking flaccid, thin dick French fries that aren't even fried. I, I, I just don't, I don't like it. And I get, I get why Orida has to do it because fucking, you put potato sticks in the oven, it doesn't fucking taste like French fries. You put fucking crinkle cut shit that no one cares about in the oven and bake it up and, and whatever. It's not fried. It's fucking terrible though. They're chalky and mealy and all of the things, again, all of the things I hate about steak and potato wedges, except they're awkward to handle. They, they aspire to so much, but achieve so little. And every, I, my experience with, with crinkle cut fries and curly fries, most of it has happened at like bowling alleys when I was a kid. And fucking, whenever a bowling alley offers fries that are not curly, they are always crinkle cut, and they always come covered in, like, nacho cheese and and jalapenos and chili, and it's just like, I like everything else on this plate, but the fucking vessel that you have chosen for me is incredibly inadequate. I fucking hate crinkle cut fries. Sam. Yes. That was a satisfying end. I, I was. That was. And we're like 10 minutes over, so that's that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> fries and diamonds. They're very good. Diamonds and fries. They're both very good. Well, they both could be better. That's true. That's true. We fixed both on this podcast. Only waffle fries and curly fries from now on. How about that? Yeah. That's amazing. And tater tots, I guess. Tater, tater tots. Tater tots can stay, but only the good kind. Yeah. Which are all tater tots. Oh, buddy, bad tater tots are bad. Bad tater tots are bad. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. How should we fry you? Mm, Don't don't do that. Uh, But you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grisezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-C-E-S-E-S-E-S. On uh, Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. On Instagram there too. Uh, I also write for Yard Barker, Thrillist Chicago, Eater Chicago, and I've actually started blogging for Replay Chicago, a barcade there where uh, you should go if you're in Chicago all by drink. Dave? Um, I have nothing to do with Chicago, unlike yeah, Sam, right. which is all about Chicago. I am Droplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Droplay Dave. You can find me on Facebook at the Droplay Comic, on Patreon, and of course on the Droplay.com. How do you like your fries? And why are you wrong? There you go. Unless you like curly fries. Let us know. Hit us up. Hit us up with your fries and, uh, I don't know, maybe your birthstone (laughs) and why it's better than diamonds. That'll be interesting to see. A bunch of people tweeting at me random gemstones. Do it. Do it. Why not? And give us other things to rank. We'll see you next week.